1: This is. This is. This is.
2: Raider Boston. Lily? Oh,
0: please don't. Please, please don't come a single step closer.
2: You told us to get you in the morning, and... I know, I, I know, I know, but I don't want you to see what I'm working on yet, okay? It's a surprise. Well, don't tell us it's a surprise. If it's a surprise, now we know to expect a surprise, and that ruins the surprise. Yeah, well...
0: Okay, fair... But you don't know what the surprise is, so it's still a surprise.
1: Yes, but the tension of the inevitable surprise has been deflated thanks to you forecasting the expectation of some kind of impending revelation. And given that we found you in the midst of your metal artistry, it's only natural to assume that...
2: Is that... is that tin and rebar? You rascal! No peeking! It was totally tin and rebar. I know. My favorite's... You
0: saw nothing. Say it, please.
2: We We saw saw nothing. nothing.
0: Good. Endure morning to you, family members. We've been asked by the council to look over the grounds for gardening potential. I have to admit I don't have a lot of faith we'll find fertile growing grounds. The soil has been treated with something that makes the dirt tough. It feels like that horrid material they use for American football fields. We were told there may be some suitable soil somewhere near Fermentation Island. Oh, really? Did one of the Red Linians tell you that? I wouldn't expect they'd know
2: much about gardening. No, it was Lily of the Small Urban Community Garden. Oh.
0: (laughs) Well, despite her name, Lily of the Small Urban Community Garden doesn't know dirt about dirt. You've never been one to slight another family member especially not another lily.
1: Did someone put a bug on your vegan crumpet this morning?
0: Oh, you're right, but it was all in good fun. By the way, do you know where lily of the small urban community garden is working these days, Freed? I confess, I do not. She's at the brand new baseball stadium in Braintree. Redline. Redline. I had no
1: idea Lily of the small urban community garden was an admirer of what many consider to be the national pastime.
0: I don't think she is. She's doing it for the same reason you worked at Third Sight. I see. I wish she
2: didn't need to concern herself with capitalistic ventures like that, but... But the family needs income to survive, Lily. It would be wonderful if we could get by on our art, on our gardening, on our projects, but you know that's not practical. The family honors those of us who selflessly set aside our own ambitions in order to- I know. It's just... Doing it for our family is one thing, but I'm
0: not sure that's what Lily is doing it for anymore. To be honest... I'm not sure what any of us are doing anymore. I admit, living amongst this monstrous carcass of capitalistic fantasy
1: is a disgusting idea. But I do find pleasure in repurposing it for our communal needs.
0: Well, you know I'm all about my three R's.
2: But some things just need to be thrown out. Are you unhappy about the family joining up with the community here? It's not that I'm unhappy, it's more that
0: I'm just sad. I believe there's strength in numbers, but I'd be lying if I said I didn't have concerns. Before I was welcomed into our family, I never had a supportive network of people who accepted me for who I am or allowed me to pursue my art. I didn't have people who really believed in me. And it's nobody's fault, but things are changing. So I'm worried about what we all might be giving up. And for what?
2: Plus... Well... Never mind. No, no, no. I can't. I won't. I can never, never mind. I always mind. Please, tell us what.
0: You family members, they're... They...
1: They want to leave.
0: They're thinking about it. Yeah. Who? I I swear not to tell. They don't want to make a big, dramatic thing out of it because they're concerned it may influence some of the
2: family who are happy here. This just isn't what they signed up for. I know this is different... I know it's hard, but it's also exciting. Sitting on the council, I get the sense that everyone is actually excited to learn from us. From how we govern and manage the family. Think about how we could bring about real change and growth. What about here? Does this land have gardening
0: potential?
1: Far too dry. Not fertile in the slightest.
0: Mm. My thoughts exactly... Let's keep looking.
2: Did something happen recently, Lily of the Valley? Do you want to talk about it? We're here for you. Always.
0: Nothing new. Nothing in particular. I'm sorry, loves. I'm just... tired. And like I said, sad... But I'm not naïve. I've lived my whole life waiting for the other shoe to drop. Whether it's our family, the commune, whether it's someone who hates me for who I am. Every single moment holds the potential for the unthinkable, so I'm forced to think about the unthinkable on a regular basis. I felt safe and loved with all of you. We were in this together for each other. And now, now we're looking outward, and and it's hard for me to just embrace it, because I can't trust everyone we're supposed to be embracing. I went to discuss this with particle physics the other day, and on my way to their dwelling, I stopped into that makeshift coffee shop the Red Linian set up. There were new faces in line, people who have just arrived to Wonderland. These people are my allies. They're my neighbors. But they're not my family. I want to work with them. I want to trust them. But there's that other shoe hanging in the air making me wonder if I can. I want to walk up to each of them and be comfortable saying, My name is Lily of the Valley. How can we work together to ensure a better future for all of us? I could do that with any member of the commune, even if we don't always agree. Can I do it with the Red Linians? Could I do it with all of them? Any of
2: them? Are you... Are you thinking of leaving too, Lily of the Valley?
0: I don't think I could ever leave you, loves. And yet... I... I haven't decided. This... This is all my fault. This isn't about you, Freed. This is about me. If I hadn't been so devoted to the
1: publisher, if I hadn't decided to try and help Isaiah Powell, if I had done what those
0: monstrous Legion cronies wanted me to do... You did most of those things because of the good person you are. You worked hard for the family for years doing something you hated out of love for us. I'll never forget that. But while we're on the subject, there is something I'd like to discuss with you. Of course. Your name. My my new name? Do you not care for it? It's your name, so of course I love it, because I love you. You know we'll always respect whatever you choose your name to be. Whatever you want it to be.
1: Sounds like there may be a butt coming.
2: But... But, well, obviously you change it a lot, Freed. Which is your right, of course. Yeah, and it's fine. I mean, we'll never tell you not to. We've both changed our names, too. Hell, I've changed mine several times. It's not that you change it a lot.
0: Who cares? Your name is whatever you want it to be but there were times in the past when you changed it that didn't feel particularly well-intentioned. I know, for example, why you said you
2: changed your name to Panda Bear. Or Extinction Event? Or even Dipshit? But a lot of that felt like it was
0: motivated out of issues you were having with coworkers. And when you were talking to us about those relationships, I feel like some other motivations may have s- slipped out. Like you were changing it just to spite them.
2: Or in the case of dipshit, because you were feeling a sense of self loathing from being rejected by them. And then you'd complain about people not accepting your name changes at work.
0: And that's understandable t- to a point, but. That's every day for people like Fox and me, Freed. And our names are wrapped up in so much more than just causes or office politics. Our names are wrapped up with our identity. They're wrapped up
2: in who we are as trans people. Don't get us wrong. If you change your name, people should respect your name change. But if you change it just to spite co-workers and they forget it that's one thing but when people forget our names or refuse to use them it's
0: like we don't exist to them it's like they're rejecting
2: us rejecting our existence do you understand what we're saying i do
1: i've i've been reckless selfish I don't think I realized how much I was unloading on all of you. And I didn't even consider how any of that would make you feel. Fox Fossil, Lily of the Valley, I am so sorry. I am so sorry for being so wrapped up in myself that I failed to consider how these types of careless changes would have made you feel.
0: Don't apologize. Just, if you end up changing it again, think about what's motivating it. And if people don't accept it right away, just remember what we're dealing with
2: all the time.
1: May I may I consult you both if I ever think about changing it again? Of course you can.
0: We're always here for you.
1: Does does that mean you'll stay, Lily of the Valley?
0: I will. For now.
1: I I don't mean to be confrontational, but You do realize you mocked Lily of the Small Urban Community Garden's name earlier in this conversation, correct?
0: (laughs) You got me, Freed. I apologize. I love Lily, and I love her name. I won't mock it again. Mm, What about here? For the garden, I mean? Hmm. Good moisture. Even as some minerals... This feels pretty good to me. Yeah, about as good as we're going to find, I think.
1: I have the seeds. Let's dig in. Greater Boston is written and produced by Alexander Danner and Jeff Van Driesen with recording and technical assistance from Mark Harmon. This episode features Lucy Valentine as Lily of the Valley, James Capabianco as freed friend Paletti, and Caleb Del Rio as Fox Fossil Jenkins. Charlie on the MTA is recorded by Emily Peterson and Dirk Titi. Sensitivity reading services for this episode were provided by Lucy Valentine. If you're interested in hiring Lucy as a sensitivity reader on trans issues, you can contact her on Twitter at Severely Trans. That's S-E-V-E-R-E-L-Y-T-R-A-N-S. Are you
0: good? (laughs) Yeah, I'm fine.
2: Okay. I'm going to start this line over. I'm sorry, Jeff. I'm not. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hello, Maria Kennedy from Hero Trackers here to tell you about a special report we've been working on at Hero Track Media. With the help of my producer Shayna, we're going to reveal the life story of a mysterious hero that, as far as we can tell, has never been covered by a media outlet before. Subscribe to this podcast feed to learn more about this hero and the strange circumstances surrounding their life and career and how they might be connected to your favorite heroes. Coming soon from Hero Track Media, Vigil.
1: Vigil Season 1, an audio fiction superhero thriller in 10 parts from All In Productions. Featuring Haley Sanfilippo as Maria Kennedy and Adam Kudishat as Vigil. Subscribe or follow to make sure you're the first to know about Vigil.